From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, April 6th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Northeast Ohio, some startling new details have been revealed about what a West Geauga High School student confessed to planning after he was caught with a gun at school on Monday. The gun was discovered because another student found a bullet in a restroom and told staff. ONN's Isabel Lawrence has more with Chester Township Police Chief Craig Young. According to the complaint filed in Chardon Municipal Court, 18-year-old Brandon Michael Morissette of Lindhurst is facing charges of attempted aggravated murder, illegal possession of a deadly weapon in a school safety zone, and inducing panic. Police shared that after that bullet was found, the school used surveillance video to determine who was in that bathroom. When they identified Morissette and searched his backpack, this is what they found. Located inside of the bag was a handgun and three loaded magazines. Now, according to court documents, interviews with Morissette revealed he had a plan to shoot multiple students at the high school. I'm Isabella Lawrence. Morissette was also discovered to be carrying a knife on Monday. He's being held in a secure mental health facility. Once released, he'll be taken into custody, and then an initial court appearance will be set. West Geauga students returned to classes yesterday. In Northwest Ohio, students at Sylvania's Southview High School joined thousands of others nationwide in a walkout yesterday afternoon to protest gun violence. ONN's Dan Cummins in Toledo reports with Southview senior and walkout coordinator Nina Greenberg. The walkout was organized by the organization Students Demand Action. That we can go through school without having to fear for what might happen if someone brings a gun to school. So getting involved in this movement is really important because we advocate for our own safety and hope that in the future we can make change so that we never have to worry if we will be safe at school. Students Demand Action on the national level advocates for legislative reforms and endorsing candidates, but the group says this local rally was more about raising awareness. Right now, gun violence is the leading cause of death for American children and teens. I'm Dan Cummins. One of the police officers who stopped a school shooter at Nashville's Covenant School last week has an Ohio connection. Officer Rex Engelbert is a 2018 graduate of the University of Dayton, where he received his degree in criminal justice. He and another officer are being hailed as heroes for stopping the shooter before more lives were lost. Engelbert says, You can call it fate or God or whatever you want, but uh, I can't count on both my hands the irregularities that put me in that position. Last week's attack at the private Christian school left six people dead, including three children. A 78-year-old man was sentenced yesterday to life in prison for two Northeast Ohio cold case murders from the 1970s. ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland has the story. Gustav Safaris, convicted cold case killer, was sentenced to life in prison for murdering Karen Bentz and Loretta Jean Davis. Safaris was found guilty on March 17th for the 1970 and 1975 murders. Safaris was arrested and indicted in 2019 for the cold case murders based on Ohio law from the 1970s when the murders happened. I'm Stephanie Haney. There's an update in the case of a Northeast Ohio man who was killed by police last summer. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. The mayor of Akron says a grand jury will be seated next week to hear evidence in the death of Jalen Walker. Just one week ago, the Ohio BCI wrapped up its investigation into Walker's death last June. The 25-year-old was shot and killed by eight police officers who fired roughly 90 rounds at him after a chase. I'm Tracy Townsend. People in Fairfield County are cleaning up after severe storms rolled through central Ohio last night. 
ONN's Kevin Landers reports. It's not clear if this was the work of straight-line winds or a tornado. The storm uprooted trees, crashing down on homes, and just split trees apart. Residents we spoke to say this happened around 8 o'clock last night, and there were no reports of injuries. Three schools in the county are also closed because of power outages. Reporting from Fairfield County, Kevin Landers. After the severe storms, there's damage to fix, and that means some shady contractors may come calling. Leanne Lanigan from the Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio says before you act, get at least three estimates. Get everything in writing and never sign over your insurance check. Once you've signed over the insurance check, it's usually payment in full. And if you were to have a problem somewhere along the line of the job, say it's two-thirds complete and they won't come back to finish the last third, they have all their money. The BBB's website has a listing of local certified contractors. Ohio lawmakers are pushing Norfolk Southern to help Sandusky recover from a train derailment there last year. ONN's Melissa Andrews in Toledo has more. Senators Sherrod Brown and J.D. Vance and Representative Marcy Kaptur sent a letter to the rail company. In it, they demand Norfolk Southern take responsibility and pay all costs to repair the roads and sewer system. I'm Melissa Andrews. A Norfolk Southern train derailed at the Columbus Avenue Rail Bridge in Sandusky on October 8th of 2022. According to city officials, the train spilled liquid paraffin wax, which made it into the city's sewer system and hardened. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost has accepted the proposed petition language from the group Raise the Wage Ohio, which hopes to have a statewide vote in November to increase the minimum wage from the current rate of $10.10 per hour. ONN's Andrew Kinsey in Columbus reports. The petition is asking for the state minimum wage to be raised to $12.75 an hour in 2025, then increased to $15 an hour in 2026. This is the third version of the petition that's been submitted. Next, the Ohio ballot board must certify the proposal. If that happens, the petitioners must then collect enough signatures to get this petition on the November ballot. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And Cedar Point opens one month from today. The park along Lake Erie has unveiled a video showing its 18th roller coaster. ONN's Dave James has more. The Wild Mouse is a nod to the Sandusky Park's original Wild Mouse coaster, which operated from 1959 to 63. Wild Mouse has individual cars that carry four people, but the cars in the new version twist as they move along the track at up to 35 miles per hour. After Cedar Point dismantled the original Wild Mouse, another coaster using individual cars was built called the Scamper. It lasted through 1969. Then came the Wildcat from 1979 to 2011. Dave James, I went in there. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.